about quitting your job? One of our favorite topics. It's a good one. Uh, so stay tuned. For now, we'll get into our rec for the week. Jordan, do you want to go first? Yeah. So my rec for this week is actually a TED Talk. So I'm obsessed with TED Talks. I don't know about you, but I yes. literally scroll through LinkedIn. And if I see a TED Talk, I'm like clicking on it, fully invested in it. So my rec for this week is a TED Talk called How to Know If It's Time to Change Careers by Shay Wong. Um, I love this video because it's kind of like high level. I think a lot of the times when you're thinking about quitting your job, you get through these like holes in like YouTube or articles and you kind of like start analyzing every little thing. But I like this because it's really high level and he just kind of goes through like basic things that you should probably consider when you're looking to like make a move like that. Nice. Yeah. I need to watch it. Honestly, I love a good TED talk too. So my rec for the week is a podcast episode, one of our favorite podcasts, okay, Sis. Um, this episode is actually about quitting your job. Um, it's with Sarah Merrill, who she's actually the person who created the meme account Big Kid Problem. I didn't realize who the person behind it was. Um, so they had her on the podcast. And it, it's kind of like a different side of quitting your job, I feel like, in this episode that we're about to get into, um, we really talked about hating your job and just not feeling like it's the right fit. But there's kind of that other half where it's like you're working on something and you're at the point where it's getting successful and you want to quit your job. And honestly, that's a dream of mine later in life. So I thought this podcast episode was really interesting. It was just a good talk about the transition from nine to five and working for yourself. So I would highly recommend it. We also love OK Sis, so definitely give it a listen. We'll link it in our newsletter. All right, guys, those are our recs for the week, and we will get into today's episode. Welcome back to Cool Girls Only. Today is a very good episode. We're very excited about it. Should you quit your job? Yeah, this is a good topic. I feel like Everyone in their life, regardless of age, is going to have this thought at some point. Oh my God, always. Like, I feel like it at least crosses your mind. I mean, for me in my last job, it (laughs) crossed my mind on the daily. But, you know, it it definitely is something you think about. If you have a bad day at work, then you just kind of go on LinkedIn and you're like, hmm, (laughs) I need to get out of here. So, yeah, definitely a topic for us in our 20s because... I feel like a lot of the times you feel like you're on the right path and then sometimes you don't feel like you're on the right path. So quitting your job might be top of mind right now. So I guess first of all, I'll ask you, have you ever felt like you wanted to quit your job and why? Yes, I have felt like I wanted to quit my job. I think everyone does. And like you said, I think sometimes you have a bad day and it's just kind of a thought that pops up in the back of your head and you're stressed as hell, your inbox is full. You're behind on a deadline and you think to yourself, wow, what would it be like if I quit and went somewhere else? And I yeah. think that that's totally normal. It's definitely normal. I don't think you should always act on those thoughts. No. Keep it inside. <laughs> <laughs> Push the thoughts down. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's definitely, it, there's definitely different situations. Like, if it's bad, you know, we'll get into it later in the episode and like, like reasons you should quit your job but I think everyone has a different situation and it honestly these thoughts can just be different for everyone like it could be really bad at work and like you really need to leave or like you're just bored 
So yeah. it's very, it definitely is different for everyone. But I think I have also had the feeling <laughs> that I wanted to quit my job, mostly because I just didn't really like my last job as much. And I, in general, just didn't feel like the company was a right fit for me. It just never felt right. So I definitely had the, those moments and like definitely had days where I was like, I cannot do this anymore. And I finally did. I was actually to the point where I was like, I'm quitting my job, whether I have something lined up or not. Right. And that's like scary. That's too scary. I feel like I'm someone who just enjoys, I don't know, like knowing what's going to happen. <laughs> like, I feel like yeah. if you quit your job and you don't have anything planned, some people can do it and that's great. I just feel like I, I mean, I would have loved to do it, but I just can't, I need the security of like knowing that I will be able to pay rent. Yeah. I think there are different types of people, obviously when it comes to this kind of stuff. And, but yeah, I think some people need to quit their job to have pressure to find a new job. Yes. You know, it's like classic, whatever, Rachel Green in the coffee house. You need to quit to push yourself to do something new. And I've had situations like that in my life where I'm comfortable at like a university job, but I want and need more money to, you know, do a study abroad. And so I quit that university job to find a serving job where I could make money and actually do like the traveling I wanted to do. So I think sometimes it is you have to do it to move forward Mm -hmm. and to push yourself. But I agree with you for the most part, especially when you have significant bills and yeah. as you get older and if you have dependents obviously those are things you really need to take into consideration before making i know and you know choice. what just bothers me so much i feel like people i don't know if you're on instagram or like anything youtube watching videos people are always like quit your job just do it just quit your job and pursue your dream but how like how are you going to be able to afford rent like I just feel like that's so unrealistic and I really really hate that so many people just push that because like I I mean okay maybe you quit your job but maybe you had different financial circumstances it just bothers me that people just push that narrative like I do get it like I do think what you're saying is true like sometimes you need to quit to push yourself you know in a new direction but also like you you can definitely do some of that work while you still have a job. Yeah. So it's like, it's finding that balance. There, there's so many resources that will tell you the same thing. It, and there's, again, there's a difference between like, I want to open up my own candle store and I need to find a new job in a new industry. Like those are two very different scenarios. Yes. So like, obviously I think everything is situational. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you're right. There's a difference between I'm unhappy and I'm not valued and I hate every single day I log on. Like there are a range of scenarios where you want to quit your job and some are fantasies. I just had a really shitty meeting and got yelled at by my boss and that wasn't cool. And waking up every day and dreading logging on because you're miserable. That's so bad for your mental health too. Like exactly. There's definitely different situations. So We can definitely get into ours. I mean, we already did, I guess. (laughs) We already talked about kind of why we've wanted to quit our jobs. And like I said, mine was definitely not like super awful. It was more so just me not feeling like it was right. Yeah, you knew knew this wasn't right and you 
How when did you know it wasn't right and then when did you quit? Like what was that timeline? Yeah. I mean, I I had really wanted to find something new for a while, but it was mostly during COVID. So we were furloughed and then we came back and like things kind of just started getting really bad. And I'm sure other companies, you know, face this too. I don't know. Responsibilities were just piling on. No one was getting paid more. Right. It was just a really not replacing. Yes. It was just Same a workload. really, really bad. There was just bad morale in general. And like people were just getting overloaded, myself included. And no one was doing anything about it. Like everyone was saying it's bad and like recognizing that, but no one was doing anything about it. And I'm like, okay, I cannot do this anymore. Like this is ridiculous. So I was really, really trying hard to find another job because I was kind of getting to the point where like I really wanted to quit without one, but I kind of just needed to bring myself back to reality because like I have money set aside and I've been saving and it's fine, but I don't really want to have to use that if I don't have to. Like I have an income right now, even though it's not the best, I, that's really when like we started the podcast too. So I, I had something outside of work that was like actually giving me purpose and like fulfilling my creative spirit. And so you were actively, look- you were actively searching. Yes. I think that's important to note because there are people who will bitch about their job all day but then don't do anything. Yeah. And that's what's frustrating is it's like mm-hmm. you can deal with it and collect your paycheck and view it as work and not life and not career, but a job, you know, and, yeah. and get through it until the next step or like quit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's frustrating to be on like that side of hearing someone be so upset with their job. And then you're just kind of like, OK, well, what are you doing? Like, are yeah. you going to get a new Are you one? networking? Are you looking? <laughs> right. Because, oh, my God, like finding a new job is kind of a full time job, too. Like you 100%. really need to try so hard. And like, I think nowadays, too, it's very competitive. It definitely took a long time for me and it was hard. <laughs> So, okay, when do you think you should quit your job? Because we posted like a graphic in the newsletter a few weeks ago. And I think there's like a few questions to definitely ask yourself before quitting. One of them being, do you have a plan? You should always have somewhat of a plan or else it's a completely like irrational decision to quit your job. And I think sometimes it feels good when you're like in high school or college and you're not making a ton of money and it's just kind of a side gig and it's not really a part of your career. It's it's much easier to quit on the spot when you're doing that. But I think you definitely need to have some sort of a plan in mind. How are you going to pay your rent? Do you have savings? Obviously it's unfortunate that so much of the conversation revolves around money in a way because you kind of feel trapped in your job at times. I think, especially when you're young, you usually don't have like savings built up significantly to fall back on. But for the most part, you have to consider that. And some people will be like, well, you know, I'm unhappy. My mental health, you know, matters more. And yes, it does. But I think it's important to gauge with yourself. Like, am I okay to continue this until I find something? And like, what actions can I take to ease the like stress I'm having at work before making an irrational decision? I definitely think you need to have a safety net. And whether that be enough money saved up to cover like six months of expenses because that could potentially be how long it takes for you to start making money on the business you're starting or find a new job like it really does take a while so you need a plan for that 
so that's definitely something I think. And yeah, it does kind of suck like that money has to be the one reason you need to stay in your job. So that's definitely something to consider. And I've kind of thought of that too. And like, I, I felt like I really don't ever want to be in this position again, like in a job that I don't like and money is what's holding me back. I think one of the smartest things you can do is if you get promoted and you get, you know, a raise, like don't adjust your lifestyle to that because I think that is just the way of America and like yeah. everyone lives like that. Like that's you, how you get trapped. That's how you get trapped. <laughs> Living you, paycheck to paycheck. That is exactly how it happens. Like you get a raise, you're like, oh, I got a raise. I'm going to get a new car. I'm going to get a designer bag. Like I'm going to treat myself and like, okay, like that's fine. Like once like treat yourself, like congrats, you got a new job, but like don't adjust your lifestyle because that's really how you get stuck and yeah that's what I'm trying to do because I just got a new job and I got a raise and I'm like very excited about that but I'm not gonna like go crazy yeah go off no because that's literally how you get stuck in a job that you don't want to be in paying like really high bills that you really don't need to be paying so I mean I think that's just a good mindset to have like in general but just in terms of like not wanting to be stuck in a job that you hate, definitely think about that. Yeah. So another piece of the graphic that we posted in the newsletter, the question in the graphic was, if there was another role open within the company, would you take it? Like, is it the company or is it the role? Because I think, you know, if there's a different department you can maybe get experience in, that's always beneficial. And this is actually like what happened to you. Yeah, I think that's a very important question to consider because... It's always going to be, like, I think for the most part, it's going to be easier to maneuver within a company than to completely change companies, quit, apply to a new job, go through all that. So in general, I would always encourage people to reach out to your superiors on other teams or on your current team and kind of like consider what other roles you can be in if you're unhappy in your current one. Because I think for the most part, a lot of companies would rather keep you, you know, And, and have you be happy in a different role than to lose you because you're unhappy in your current one. And you're right. That is completely what happened to me. I was in an analyst role that I was not enjoying whatsoever. And I kind of said to my manager, I'm not liking this. I would love to do something like more traditional marketing focused and the opportunity, you know, presented itself eventually. And I was lucky enough to be moved. And I think it's something to consider because if you're unhappy in your current role, like you said, that doesn't mean you wouldn't be happy in a different one within that same company. If you think the company culture is a problem, that's a separate issue that's not going to be solved by just switching roles. So I think, like you said, if you're at a company where you don't feel valued, then moving roles probably isn't going to help you. You know, It's time to consider leaving that company. But if it's just kind of the day-to-day work you're not enjoying, I think it's super important to consider like what other options you have. Okay, this question's a little fun. Sometimes you just kind of dream. What would you be doing if you didn't have to work your job and money was no object? I think you and I would just fuck around with this podcast even more. Oh, hell yeah. Like, if I won the lottery, I would not move out of New York. I would 100% stay here. Yeah, I love my apartment that much right now. I would stay Stay. in my apartment. (laughs) And I think you and I would just, like, 
We would blow this podcast yes. up. I think we would just record on the daily. I think we would just meet up all the time and continue to do cool girls only stuff because I really enjoy this. Like I know you do too. We mm-hmm. wouldn't be doing it if we didn't. So I think if money was no object, I would be doing this. Me too. Oh, <laughs> let's quit. Okay, let's quit our jobs. We're quitting our jobs. <laughs> Kidding. But yeah, I agree. I think it's it's really great to have something outside of work that you would love to just do. And eventually, you never know. Like this could be something we do. You don't know what the future holds, but I think if you work hard at growing something for yourself, it'll definitely pay off eventually. Oh God, if money was no object and I didn't have to work, I feel like what a life, what a life that would be. I would love to just travel and learn new things that I just feel like I don't have time for. Like I really want to learn Spanish. Tried that for like three years in a row. Like I (laughs) starting off the year, like my New Year's resolutions, I'm like, I'm gonna learn Spanish this year. And it just never it's so hard to learn a language at this point. (laughs) Yes, it is. So I maybe I would just have to move, I don't know, somewhere that I can learn. Yeah, I agree. I think so much of our time is spent working which is why it's so important to not hate your job. So it, it is just crazy to think about if you didn't have to work, what that would be like. Like, like what I would can't you even fill your time with? I feel like I wouldn't even know what to do. Right. It is crazy, though, how much time we spend working. It's not even like if you don't like your job, if you don't like your coworkers either, then that's like these are the people you associate with so often. I was going to say spend a lot of time with, but like now that it's work from home, it's a little less like – spending time but you're definitely talking to them all day so it's that is also another part of your job that like sometimes you don't really think about like maybe when you're taking a new job you need to like make sure you're interviewing the people that are interviewing you too so you know the vibes yeah I never realized how important my direct manager would be I mean obviously they're important I know everyone listening is like come on get your head out of your ass (laughs) but I guess I just never realized, like, if you vibe with your direct manager, you like them, you're friendly with them, you guys are on the same page, that can completely transform how you view your job. Yeah, and your motivation. Yes. Like, if you don't respect your manager, I don't think you're going to care as much at work. So I think that relationship really matters. And, like, having someone who is willing to like help you grow is so important because I feel like when you're in a job and you don't feel that support and you don't have some, I mean, honestly, some people are not meant to be managers. Some people just are not meant the to be managers. The understatement of the century. There are so many people in the world managing other humans who have no fucking clue Mm-mm. what they're doing. And Mm-mm. I don't know how they got there. Like to a certain extent, It's awesome if you're really good at your job, but that does not mean you should teach other people how to do what you know how to do. No, managing people is like a whole separate job. Yeah. It really is. And I kind of think about that. I'm like, wow, it's going to be hard for me when I get to that point in my career because I know what it's like to have a manager who doesn't care. So I really, really want to be a good manager and really focus on that. And I feel like I'm going to focus on that more than my actual job. But a lot of people don't. A lot of people just get promoted because they have done a good job or like have driven results. And that's why it's not necessarily because they're a people person. Yeah. 
And oh man, yeah, that's so true. Ugh, because that can really impact your career, to be completely honest. Like that can be a reason that you want to quit your job because you don't feel like you can grow anymore here or like you're not being supported or you have asked for a raise and you didn't get it or you have tried to ask for a promotion or like make moves and like you're being held back. That's the one thing that sucks so much about a lot of corporate companies. It's like your growth completely depends on your manager. And if you don't have a good relationship with them, then you're screwed and it's like not fair to be completely honest Uh, yeah i'd say the same thing i I mean especially like small startups there are people at these small companies that are not even promoted when you when you work at a company that small it's just growing and people are just being put underneath you yeah you know what i mean every single year more employees are being added because the company is growing and hence people are becoming managers that probably shouldn't be or have no experience or just happen to be in a role that becomes a VP or a higher up or a manager simply because more people have to be hired, not because they've excelled at managing in any way or mentoring or like showing value to others. And I think you're 100% correct in saying like being at, at, a, at a company where you don't feel valued or supported in any way, it is just so shitty. Like it really impacts your day to day and it impacts how long you want to stay there in general. You know what I mean? Like it's not just one shitty day because your manager sucks. It's I can't get promoted. I can't move. I don't feel valued. I'm not getting my raise. You know, I'm not supported when shit hits the fan. Like no one's backing me up. Yes, exactly. And it's it's a horrible feeling. Someone who's an advocate for you. Like you're on their team and they should be an advocate. So I think that can totally be one of like honestly one of the biggest things i cannot believe i didn't think about that earlier but like it's just coming to me now (laughs) like that's a huge reason you know to feel like you want to quit your job yeah when i when i was really struggling about six months into my first big girl job the only reason i stayed was because of my direct manager literally it really was and i would say that openly like to him any day because Mm -hmm. it, it really does feel true and i think if you're struggling and you have, like you said, an advocate, a mentor, someone who's going to stand up for you and like your abilities, even if you are new or if you've been there for five years, if you have that person who says, you know, no, Jordan is a good person, whatever. She needs to stay here. She needs to move in this role. Someone who's going to stand up for you. It completely changes your work life for sure. Completely. That's the same thing with my manager. Like she was really my advocate and she wouldn't like pile on workload like our team would get additional work and she wouldn't like pile it on to me like she would help with it and like manage certain things because she didn't want me to have like a bad work-life balance and just hate my job which I kind of still did because <laughs> just the company in general but, but you knew she was thinking I of knew you she was my advocate yeah. and like it was just good to feel supported and I feel the same way like she's the only reason I really probably stayed as long as I did and then she left and I was like I need to get (laughs) out so I left like I literally left like a few months after and I think what you just said ties in perfectly to the sense that like it's more than that job when you have that advocate for yourself because like you just said your advocate slash mentor left and you knew okay that was why I was here and that's Mm -hmm. why I grew and that's why I got to move around I'm gonna follow that person or you know what I mean like I think it's 
just telling how important those relationships are outside of even work. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I said, if my direct manager had left and I was in a spot where I was really unhappy and he was the only reason I was staying, I would have left Mm -hmm. like easily. I wouldn't have to think twice about it. That's so true. Yeah. Relationships matter. I mean, definitely manager your relationship with your manager, but like relationship with coworkers, like you could have someone on your team who just makes coming to work like miserable, miserable. So I think there's a, I mean, when you get into your job, like you realize like there is a lot of that and you know, the people that you'll go to for certain things and the people you'll avoid talking to because you just know they're an issue. And it's very interesting, I would say, like getting to know the people you work with because a lot of people just really do not hold back and they will just be a bitch at work and, you know, got to deal with it. Yeah. Bitches be bitches. That's true. (laughs) Last question on this topic is... What are some tips for people who feel like they really want to quit their job but don't have the stability at this point to make the leap? Having something outside of work that makes you happy is always going to be important because when work sucks, you don't want your life to suck. So make sure you have some sort of like leveling and have something outside of work that can make you happy and can kind of distract you from like the day-to-day woes you're feeling. I think another one is be proactive don't wait till you hit a breaking point and completely break down and quit on the spot. If you have these feelings every day, they're not going to go away without doing something about them. So if you need to seek, you know, help, go to therapy, do that. If you need to start looking for work, do that, be proactive and, and make sure you're doing something, taking some sort of step, even if the step is not quitting right now. Yeah, I completely agree. Being proactive is going to help you no matter what and I will say like sometimes it just helps to talk about it with someone and that can really be anyone in your life you trust like it could be someone at work like your work best friend someone you can confide in that like knows the situation I feel like that just helps so much sometimes because you know you're not the only one going through it and even though that's really not going to resolve anything at least you can both support each other and like you're in it together kind of. So it's nice to have someone you can talk to. I think even then too, if you speak up at work and it, like you said, it can be, you know, your work wife, it can be just a friend. It could be your direct manager or maybe a supervisor or coworker, whatever it might be. I think speaking up and saying something can often lead to change. Yes. And and sometimes it's, I think for the most part, it's going to be good. Um, and my experience, at least when I was open with my coworkers about my struggles, actions were taken to benefit me for the most part, because I think it's really important to note that like, especially, and actually that goes corporate or small company. I think for the most part, they don't want to lose you. So if you speak up and you say, I'm struggling, I'm having a hard time, I need help. Like those are things that it's hard to say and sometimes it feels uncomfortable and it's so weird doing it for the first time, but at least you can have a conscious feeling of they know, you know what I mean? Because if they don't know, it's hard to put pressure back on them to make changes. But if you've sat down and said, I need help and then they aren't doing anything, 
it validates your thoughts on leaving even more so because you know you're not in a place where you're going to thrive. Right. Like they know you're struggling and they're not going to do anything about it. Like that's a red flag. And I, yes, I completely agree. And I think it's hard to like, I don't know, bring up feedback to your manager or like, (laughs) seriously. I love the word feedback. Can I give you some feedback? Oh my God. We would normalize this to mean criticism. Yes. Feedback means criticism. (laughs) Yes. Just a positive way to say it. Like, let's call a spade a spade. I'm going to give you some criticism. Yeah. And I'm going to sugarcoat it by calling it feedback. Feedback. Oh my God. (laughs) Cracks me up. Yes. Newest HR spin that I'm dying about. It really is. But it's uncomfortable, I will say. So I feel like, like you said, at first it's uncomfortable, but once you start doing it, I don't know, just be open with your experience and like try and communicate that in a way that is actionable. Like give them tips on how to change it. I don't really know. Whatever situation you're going through at work, I feel like hopefully there's a way that it could be resolved or like at least make it better. I don't know if you have this experience, but in my experience, it has been if I open up and if I'm vulnerable with someone at work, usually they reciprocate that back to me. Yes. It's usually been a positive experience. You know, it, it's not fun in the beginning when you're on the verge of tears and you're like telling your manager you're having a hard time. But I think when you open up and even if you acknowledge that you don't know the solution, I've mm-hmm. had several calls with my direct manager where I've said, you know, I need help and I don't know what the next step is. Can you help me? And I think if you're vulnerable and open to get that feedback mm-hmm. and and open up a conversation about what's going on, usually that will be reciprocated. And if it's not, like you said, red flag. Yeah. All right, guys. And that is a wrap on this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying the Cool Girls Only podcast and have any topics you want us to go through, please DM us on Instagram at coolgirlnews or send us an email at hello at coolgirlnews.com. We really appreciate the feedback and would love it if you guys would leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for tuning in and we'll be back next week with another episode. Thanks, cool girls.